be a nice Ivy League suit. Will I be? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead fucker? This is live at five. Live at five. Live at five. Tough guy. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, 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 no, no, Glenn, it's not Jason. We'll all be real quick. You waiting for Joe? No. Actually, t- today, <laughs> today, Attorney Joe Stanley calls in, and I don't have anything for him. I have nothing. I, I was looking for stuff. I had something earlier. I was like, oh, that's interesting to talk about. We can't talk about, you know, uh, six different construction sites going on at the same time in a small city. Can't talk about, you know, the, the, the dangers of tires at the wrong time of year. So if you have a topic you want to discuss, something reasonable uh, with uh, with uh, Attorney Joe Stanley, by all means, please, please, please call in. Right now, let's see what this person's got to say. It's private. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Glenn, if you have Joe on, yeah, yeah. Uh, please don't talk about politics. Uh, uh, well, I try to avoid it, yes. Yeah, uh, I can't handle a liberal. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous statements. He got a lot of sh- cheap shots in on you last week. But Did yeah, no. You have to let it go because he's pay- probably paying the station. Is that correct? Well, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's not a pay-to-play or play-to-pay or vice versa, but uh, yes, yeah. we have well, to aim to please. Show, it's a good show, Glenn. Thank you. But I think uh, one of your callers, Paul, they're a very good caller. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Been here his whole life. He knows. Uh, he pretty much laid it on the line that uh, Cliff is never wrong. It's always somebody else's fault, no matter what happens. Right. I know you're friends with the guy, but no, no. I mean, I'm very fr- arrogant. I'm, I'm, is, yeah. You th- yeah. Feel the same way, Glenn? Or? Well, I mean, the, the what what really got me yesterday. You're absolutely right. Uh, the reason why uh, Mr. Patrick Hickey lost that the, the, the reasoning there, and he blamed it on uh, on the on the polls that were closed. I, you know, it's, it's just. There's always a re- Cliff is always thinking of a reason why he's right and everyone's wrong, or yeah. you know. So yeah. Uh, well, can you imagine if Sarah wins the mayorship? What uh, well, that girl's going to have to go through. Well, she's not a girl; she's a lady. She's now. a woman. Yeah, right. Going to be. Uh, I don't know what can happen there. This is the job she chose, and she knows. Well, well she knows. Civil is he going to give this uh, woman a hard time? You know, we're going to have the same situation if I think if Mr. Dr. Kimball, yeah, who's in hiding for some reason. But, uh, he, well, he, he well he's in like Flynn. He figures you know if he opens well, up I his agree, mouth. I agree with the. the uh, I don't want to call him the blind guy. I don't know the man's name. Tim. He's a very smart guy. Oh, Glenn. every time he's got some Tim. Good ideas yeah. on the zoo. Yeah. I don't know if you heard his call on that. No, I, I'm good sure. Ideas yeah. That yeah. I think would work. 
but the director of the zoo is not going to listen to anybody in this city. I don't believe he's had to, how many years there? I don't I, know, it, probably over five years. When Larry said that, Larry, when your Larry, programs yeah. are not working. You have to try something else. Mm. Yeah. No, when he's not making money up there, you can't <laughs> run the same course like he wants to right. run, and it's not going to work. No, I know. When he said that one of the revenue streams was the city, I mean, that's 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 a subsidy. Not that's not city. a rev. Yeah, right. Um, the county. Right. Right. Well, I mean, no. The state. You can't look at money. that as a revenue stream. That you're not creating that. You're getting that. Absolutely. There's a difference. Yeah. You're talking ninety thousand dollars. Right. To run the zoo, mm-hmm. Larry. What's he make? About eighty G's a year. I don't know. Who knows? It might be time to change your director. I, I don't know if that makes I a hate difference. I say it, Glenn, but this gentleman doesn't want to listen to other ideas for some reason. Uh, well, I mean, he's trying to run a traditional zoo in a town that basically can't get off their keister to, uh, oh. you know, to do uh, anything these days. I mean, we can't get kids to go to the, uh, to go to the ball fields. We can't get uh, people to get out to go to a concert. To go to a zoo with, with his indigenous native animals. Oh, there's some animals there that we don't see. No, no everything we see there is really uh, something we can look at when we go into a uh, into the Adirondacks, and, and I'm not saying that well, I don't. I want to. I don't want to run into a bear one day. It's nice to know we have a bear up there. If he, if he or she comes out of a cave. Well, the mayor had a good idea. Talk to the people in Sackett's Harbor. I don't think they'd want to do that because that would be like you know. It's like well, you know, you, if, if what do you want to do? Put a petting zoo there so you can compete with us? It's like giving eight hundred fifty thousand dollars or more to another golf course and make them better. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I don't but, know. Uh, uh, one other thing, Big Steve's call was excellent yesterday. Yes, Glenn. yes. I was going to call, but I heard Big Steve. He pretty much laid it on the line. Yeah. The same same way I felt. No, I, I pretty agree. Pretty much called Cliff a piece of you know why. Well, yeah, we don't want to get to that. don't live in the city, but I agree with him. Mm-hmm. No. Know, Cliff, you got to listen to other people. You can't interrupt people. Right. You know, Mayor Smith's not... Everybody tries to make Mayor Smith the second coming of Satan or something. No, well, he's frustrated. He's looking out for the pocketbook, which we have to do down the line here, Glenn. Oh, I know. I totally... You can't spend money you haven't got. No, I agree. This American money's not going to last forever. We need to give more money to Zelensky. He asked for it yesterday at the U.N. assembly there, so we need more. he's going to get it. Yeah, I, well, we're going to give it to him. On that issue, no endgame in, in sight here. We don't even know we about that one. Yeah. Not General Milley, the other gentleman there. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah, Austin. You know what you mean? Yes, He's Austin. He's more worried about diversity. Right. Oh, of than, course. Uh, fighting machine uh, military. You've yeah. got gay shows going on at military bases. Mm-hmm. you got gender identity being taught at West Point. Mm. Give me a break. It's a new world. It sucks, but well, it's a new six, world. Uh, get rid of these people. Should have fought. General Milley should have been... Fired when he made the call of China. Right. He shouldn't do that behind the back of the president. I, I totally agree. But it's the new world. It's the new regime. It's the new I'm way. We're in big trouble. We're, we're, in, we're in horrible trouble. But big trouble. Th- they're not in trouble because they won't be happy. They being, of course, the left of center people, uh, won't be happy until we're officially gone. So they just have to wait for the baby boomers to die, and they'll be replaced by a whole indoctrinated society. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Yeah. One so. other thing, good call by Jason Glenn. I was surprised. Yeah, Jason made some good Jason, points too. Good call, man. Yeah, yeah. Jason's like uh, flowers for Algernon. He's actually getting smarter. Yeah. Okay, Glenn. The two-two. All right, thank you, thank you. You know, if you saw that movie, you'd, you'd, uh, never mind. Hi, you're on the air. 
Hey, Glenn, got a question? Yeah, go right ahead. You have a question? It's for... a pretty quick that time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have a question for Joe Stanley, but I got a couple observations that are kind of unique. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Dave, where Dave is the president? Yes, I did, uh, with uh, Kevin okay. Klein. Yeah, it, it's as though um, Blind Tim is being described as that. He does kind of just have, like, hey, how if we just do it the simple way? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like he knows the answer is, like, because there's a lot of red tape and you can't do it. But he comes up with, like, why don't they just do this? So here, I'm bringing that up because on the zoo, here's something that I learned from someone a long time ago. Yeah. And the, the, the zoo used to do things like when they'd have the concert up there, they'd have, like, vending going and be selling burgers and stuff. Now, right. now they, they did it all themselves. A lot of money to be made there. Mm-hmm. Now, I, w- I was doing an event once, and it was a large event, and Steve Weed, like, I ran into him, and he's like, hey, do you think they'd like video out there? I said, I'm sure they would. It'd be great. I, I just think, you know, they're, they're, like, out of money. Right. And he goes, oh, I don't have any fo- problem finding sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So, bam, he solved his own problem right there. Mm-hmm. He did. No, I agree with you. So, and, and I've done that multiple times myself. I've introduced people to, like, hey, you need sponsorship for this. This is how these events are put on. You need sponsorship. That's what they need up in the, in the park. They need someone that goes out and seeks sponsorship. Unfortunately, our world right now revolves around people who can find grants and find sponsorship, and that's what everything is. Is, is turning to. Sure. And it's the same here with this zoo. Mm-hmm. They can't just simplify and go, hey, like, let's do it at the place that has the, you know, indigenous animals up here. Because right. no one wants to see that. Right. People want to see monkeys. People want to see giraffes. People want to see things that might not be attainable here, mm-hmm. but it needs sponsorship to get done. Yeah. Do, you, do you agree with that? Well, if they put uh, wrestling in the middle of the uh, of the bear cage, that that, that would get a crowd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it, we're not necessarily trying to grow a crowd. And that's trying to be a little serious about it, but that's that's the way this has grown, and that's a simple answer. You have to have a person in there that directs things more than runs the, the zoo. The person that's running the zoo should be a manager. The person that's the director of this should be someone who has the connections to you know, get the sponsorships that's needed. They need a salesperson. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's, there used to be a, who was a guy here that was doing that for a while. He was, maybe his name was Jamie. He was all over like bad weather, but he was, you know, right. booking things and he was he was very computer oriented. Right, he was right. Doing website. I can't remember what his name was. Jamie Mayer, was it? Yeah, I don't know, but I think Jamie's got something to do with the racing. Uh, yeah, he went from baseball. Now he's at uh, one of the one of the tracks. I think it's Evans Mills. But listen, I gotta go only bec- only because I got a lot of calls. I knew I was gonna get a lot of calls today. But you're absolutely right uh, yeah, about and, Tim. And I and I agree with your your, your caller. Don't uh don't bring up politics. You can't no, do I that know. with Joe, and you can't do it with. Well, then your, your, give me uh, something to tell. To, I need something to talk to him about because I'm running out of ideas. I really am. All right, thanks thanks a lot. Okay, well, hey, good luck with it. Hey, and I'd like to hear a little bit about oh, my the God. guy too. We never hear his background. Uh, yes, I will. I definitely will. All well, right. three three minutes, ten seconds. Bye bye, now, don't you know? Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. I'd like to order a nothing burger with a side of political fluff. So, obviously, this is Donnie, uh, the uh, the biblical man. So, uh, what are you talking about, Donnie? Uh, just refer, you know, cure so my I'm talking here. about this whole nothing burger with uh, trying to get Chris only, you know, removed from office. Oh, well, yeah, because the vote comes back to himself. So he's not going to – it's a gang of three, so it's not well, going to happen. it's not even that. I mean, if you – I looked it up. I Googled it. I asked Google. I said, what is the – you know, how do you remove an elected official in New York? And it basically said there is no law for it. Basically, the only way is if you're convicted of a felony, it's automatically uh, – um, you're removed. Right. So, hmm. you so have I a... mean, unless – 
there he's coming. You know, it makes no sense to me yeah. uh, what the mayor's trying to do. So the mayor has accused him in that letter Might. of of Cliff, you know, putting out information. Mm-hmm. Well, the mayor does the same thing. Do you remember how News Junkie and Jeff Graham and the rest of the public got a hold of the golf ball demand letter? Uh, no, I don't. I have no idea. I'm unaware so of that. What happened was, is I I went on Facebook and I made a, a, a question. I said, I would like to see what the demand letter has to say. Okay. Lo and behold, Mayor Smith messaged me in Messenger and said, "What's your email? I'll send you the letter." Mm-hmm. Mayor Smith sends me the golf ball demand letter. I send it off to Jeff Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, I send it off to News Junkie. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Right. And that's how the public got to know what okay. was in the first golf ball demand letter. Okay, fine. That's good. That's good. So, I mean, yeah. so the mayor is accusing Cliff of the same thing, but the mayor does it too. I mean, they both put out information that the public... Now, neither one of them's wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't feel that there's anything wrong with giving information to the public. No, I don't either. So I don't know what, why would... Why are you bringing it up as if it's nefarious or wrong? I mean, and yet well, you, know, you, I'm you say it's it not because the mayor is accusing Cliff. They, he's doing the same thing yeah. with the information about the attorney being let out there hmm. when he went into Seven News. Hmm. All right. Well, that I'm unfamiliar right? with. Do you, uh, do you have a question for Attorney Joe Stanley? I'm really well, at a loss. I lost agree it. with the first caller. First off, I don't know why Joe continues to call mm-hmm. up here. All right. When you talk about anything, he's so left-sided. It's no wonder he lives down in Syracuse. Ah. And I don't think anybody likes your infomercial with him once a week. All right. Well, it's not an infomercial, but anyway. All right. Well, I guess that answers my question. All right. All right. Yep. All, right. All right, Moses. All right. Thank you very much. Hi, you're in the air. Glenn, how you doing? It's the Duff, the Duff man. Ask Joe Stanley to give you the definition of uh, what a woman is. About what? I'm sorry, I talked over you. Sorry. Right, ask him to give you a definition of bribery. A bribery. Uh, what? What? Say. Yeah. Why? Why bring up the word bribe? Oh, you're talking about Joe Biden. No, I'm, Wait, just, no, I'm just saying. Ask him. Ask him what it what it, what it means. Well, what's the context? Well, I need... we, what's it entail? I mean, how would he describe it? Have him describe it to you. Okay. He's a lawyer. He must know. Uh, yeah, but Joe knows. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, getting to the zoo. A quick comment. On Take the it zoo. to the zoo, Rock. Go ahead. Um. There was a gentleman named Tom yeah. who was real good at sales, mm-hmm. and they forced him out because a couple of the other employees didn't like him at the time. But he was bringing money into that zoo, and he was getting sponsors and all hmm. that kind of stuff. Why'd so, they push him out? How long ago was that? Yeah, well, this is about five years ago. I remember <laughs> uh, vividly when it happened. So, hmm. Well, that does, know, so they must have been in, something. Come into the arcade. You know who he is. I'll tell you off there. All right. Well, but, he, can, he can tell you the story sometime. But yeah, they they cut their own throat there because this guy. Well, no, I don't have lot. to see in the arcade. Why did they get rid of him? What what was the reasoning for getting rid of a guy that was bringing in money? Uh, there was a personality conflict with a couple of the other employees who were felt threatened. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know you. You have to ask him. I'll give you his name. You can talk to him. Interesting. There's a lot of companies he around here like that. He doesn't live around here anymore. But he was a he was a great salesman. He put together a lot of stuff. Right. But all he got was heartache and flack from the people there. You know, the, the, the board, so hmm. to speak. So people on the board. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah. that that's one problem. But you're right. They need somebody to go out there and and and, and improve the thing. And it's not going to come from a zoo director mm-hmm. because they don't know how to market. 
Well, I mean, they do know a zoo. They know people go to they zoos. They know a zoo, but they got to know how to market. You got to have money to run a zoo, Glenn. No, I, you I get that. You got to have money to have a dog. You know that. If you have a dog and a cat, you got to feed them. You got to provide them shelter and housing. Right. If you can't afford to do that, you can't afford to have a dog and a cat. So what do we do? Do we shut it down and send the dog? Yeah. And, you know, put the animals yeah. out to slaughter? I mean, what do we do? What do we do? You shut it down. Okay. Shut it down. Uh, no one's no Shut one in any city council. Here's the thing: different. we have a feel-good city council that would feel terrible if they had to uh, close down the pools. That's why we're spending in excess of eight million dollars to fix them. And they would also feel terrible to be the administration that shut down a zoo that's been open for over a hundred years. They wouldn't want to yeah. do that. It's it's an emotional thing that will drain us because no one wants to make that decision. That's what it comes down to. No one wants to say that. But it's the truth. Right. But the thing is, I know the town of Watertown donated a lot of money. They felt the elf barn and all that stuff. Everybody donated money. The uh, car fresher and everybody tried everything they could to get the thing up and running. And uh, a lot of money was pumped in there. A lot of people donated money for the otter exhibit and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, Glenn, I'm telling you, you go up there and have the exhibits because of the type of animals they have. They're never out. Right. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. There's always something wrong with the otter exhibit. My, uh, well, I never saw my that. My grandson, he, he wanted to go once, and that was it. He liked the, the uh, links or whatever it was, and that was it. Mm. And then he never wanted to go back. But every year, my grandkids come up here. Guess where they want to go? Uh, don't Oh, they want to go to uh, Old McDonald's Farm. That's right. And oink, they're, oink. they're te- uh, pre-teens. They're, in, they're 12 and 13. Sure. Yeah. They still like old McDonald's Farm. Mm-hmm. So what's that tell you? Nancy knows how to run the operation, and you're right. I wouldn't give the guy any advice. No. But why, why would you do that? It's, it's handing money no. over to your competitor. or, or advice. I mean, they know well, how to she, do it, too. But they're not going to do knows it. How to mark, Nancy knows how to market, and she knows how to run the operation. And her daughters and family do, by the way, just for the record. It's a family exactly. business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. well, they're farmers. They know how to do it. Oh, yeah, those guys know everything. Right. Plus, they're conservatives. God bless them. They're farmers. Yeah. Of course they are. Very conservative. Yeah. All right, listen, i got to do a break, but thanks, Duff, man. i got to do a break before right, we get yeah. into it. Thanks. That, that's the Duff, man. This is the Live at Five show, and we'll be back right after this, uh, these messages. Don't go away. Hey, it's Frankie Capura here with FX Capura, and I wanted to thank you for... From September 1st, 2023 through October 1st, 2023. Uh, welcome back. So we got uh, got the break-in, rather, before uh, Attorney Joe Stanley calls in. Yeah, I know. It's, first of all, it's not an infomercial. And secondly, I try to make it as enlightening as possible uh, and also incorporate uh, the things that are going on in the world today. Yes, politics does come up. And yes, clearly, Attorney Joe Stanley is left of center. That's without a doubt. Uh, so, But nonetheless, uh, we learn things. And, and, and people like uh, our friend uh, Danny Francis call in and they say they like it. And uh, Tim the Enchanter, who doesn't call in the Live at Five show, I must have pissed him off. He th- I think he likes it. I, don't, I have no idea if Tim likes it or not. I'm just throwing his name out there. But anyway, I do have a topic, and I think it's in, I think it's germane once again to the area. It's on News Junkie as we speak, and it's the issue. Once again, we have another bad, bad accident involving a vehicle and and an Amish buggy, and it's just uh, I I you know with all the things we got to worry about on, on a day to day basis. Not to mention masks again, uh, making sure that uh, you avoid public square like the plague, uh, and many other things that society instructs us. It just it's it's like this this wild uh, enigma about driving uh, s- uh, securely or safely around people in a horse and buggy. It's 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 unnerving to say the least. I know it's their lifestyle and all, but uh, and and here he is himself, uh, Attorney Joe Stanley. How are you, Joe? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? Good, good. A couple of things. Uh, another article today about a what what amounts to maybe a fatality, but a really bad accident between. 
a vehicle and an Amish buggy. And I, again, and I was just talking because I knew you were calling that we have to be worried about so, so many things in life each and every day. We have to make sure that we drive carefully. We stay in the right side of the road. But particularly when it, sometimes you just don't see a dark buggy and a horse, for that matter, in the 21st century. Granted, it might be the number three road in Lewis County, and you might suspect it or expect it, I should say. But, you know, what, what say you about new rules? And again, here's that government r- r- word again. But what say you about uh, the Amish-ish issue? And, and this happens all the time, Joe. Well, I mean, there are rules in place for you to be able to drive at night. They have to have reflective uh, items on their buggies. And um, I think there's limitations for driving after dark. Um, I'm not really sure. I'd have to look them up. I see them out so, after dark a lot. Yes, a, a lot. And they're doing their thing. I get that. They're, that's that's their you know that's their life. But no, I, I clearly see. And they 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 have what what looks to be like like a lantern on the back of their of their buggy. And yes, they do have that reflective thing. But again, a lot of times it's not enough because there's still if there's a if there's cars coming in both directions, uh, you're sharing the road with a horse and buggy, and I just it's it's very it's it's very dangerous, Joe. Well, it's uh, it's legal, and yeah. you know, there's you know there's all sorts of things in the roads, animals, wild animals, deer, cows, mm-hmm. buffalo, for that matter. Yeah, uh, uh, I know. I remember I had a good friend of mine. Uh, they hit a buffalo Oof. that escaped from a buffalo farm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, what happened. Especially, and we're oh, that was terrible. I, I, it, it was fortunate to survive. The buffalo essentially destroyed the car. Hmm. Uh, uh, so. ne- needless to say, the buffalo probably didn't make it. But I could just imagine a buffalo is at least fifteen hundred pounds. And, and and hitting one would mean that the, the the legs would collapse and it would go right into the windshield. I just can't imagine yeah, someone surviving. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, and I, you know, you're driving on a 55 mile an hour road, and yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I I, I they don't have lights. They don't have lights and reflectors on them. No, right? buffalo really <laughs> typically yeah very dark animal. It's just an, a big animal that you just don't expect to see. Uh, and yes, depending upon where you are in St. Lawrence County, Lewis County, for that matter, in the town of Houndsfield, uh, you might be looking for a, a horse and buggy, but sometimes it's too late, particularly in bad weather. So the other thing was, we just found out there is a, what they call a, um, oh, jeep, now I just lost, th- this this farm or pseudo farm that was selling uh, dogs and other animals was a complete cesspool. And they just uh, raided uh, this particular, um, I guess you could say, hobby farm where they were selling animals for profit. And a very shady deal. Finally, someone uncovered it all, realized that these animals were endangered. They weren't fed properly. Uh, And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, the same farm had a cow that escaped about a week or so ago that someone ran into. It's just irresponsible people that are trying to take advantage of others uh, by selling them a, a, a house pet. And, 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 and up until uh, last week, at least, they got away with it. But, yeah, again, I, I, I guess, you know, some people don't want to go to a mall or someplace and buy a dog. Others, you know, are, are, are suspect in going into a, a, an, un, I guess you could say, unregistered uh, dealer for, for a, 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 a domestic pet. What, what should one look out for uh, when it comes to buying a pet from people like this, Joe? Well, I mean, there are people that do this, and that pet stores are notorious for buying from pet puppy mills too so right. 
but really there's a lot of reputable breeders and you have registrations and papers you um you know it's it's relatively easy to check out especially online now mm-hmm. as to whether or not someone's a legitimate breeder or not have you ever gotten a dog that was obviously a troubled dog, like a devil dog, Joe? Maybe an inbred breed that you know that that just tortured Actually, you. We did a long yeah. time ago. We we rescued a dog from a pet shop that had been in the pet store uh, for way too long, mm-hmm. and uh, it just we couldn't uh, we couldn't we couldn't save her. Years and years we tried and uh, just never lost her viciousness and. It was unfortunate. Yeah, the, a couple people. Right. Did you get bit? I didn't. Members of my family did, though. Yeah. You. You just. You can't. You can't make. You, you have. It's a tough decision. Once you bring an animal into the house, you try your darndest. To you know, I know. A, I know a friend of mine. They got a border collie. They love border collies, but they've had so much bad luck. And I tell you what, Joe, this dog. I've seen some devil dogs in my life. My sister has had the devil dog of the century, uh, named Cinnamon. Uh, but this dog was almost as bad. It's a it's a hard thing to do because they spend they spent money on therapy on medication. Uh, but you just you, it's like a box of chocolates, Joe. You never know what you're going to get, unfortunately. Well, and yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, that this dog was abused and and just was not. You know, it was just it was sad. Very sad, and and the day that you had to put him down, you just you had to realize that you were doing it in the best interest of not just your family and friends, but for the dog too. That's a horrible existence. Yeah, yeah, yep, it was sad. Very, very sad. Before I get into the Rocky Horror stuff, because we got two events coming this year, I'm very excited about them. Uh, One at the uh, uh, Black River Drive, and the other one in Sackets Harbor. I know you and I have talked about this, but last week, in fact, I think it was the day that you and I talked last Wednesday. I'm driving back. And I see uh, this, this again, Joe. I think the electric bike, and I'm not talking about mopeds. I'm I'm talking about the electric bike and the electric scooter has replaced a vehicle for those without a license. Many of which either can't afford a license, or car, or insurance, or have had it ripped out of their uh, wallets because they have had too many convictions, either DWI or under the influence of drugs or just reckless behavior. Now, the and again, uh, maybe I'm stereotyping Joe, but the type of people that are riding these big bicycles with big ass tires, I call them butcher bikes, that are electrified, some of which go up to upwards of 40, 40 miles an hour or more, are now riding in the streets as if they're registered vehicles. One of them was right on Arsenal Street waiting in front of me at the busiest intersection in town. Not someone that was just, you know, scooting along the side of the, of the curb, you know, just like many bikes do, treating it as if he is now a, a legitimate means of transportation. First, are you seeing cases like that where people are either being hit by them or someone making the claim that they had to right away in a, in, a, in a lane somewhere like Arsenal Street? Have you seen claims with regards to these new electric bikes, Joe? Yes. Yeah, I have seen claims, yes. It, it's it's, yeah. it's got to get worse because I see it. I mean, we're in this little town with 23-plus thousand people, and I see them each and every year. They go up a, a, every year, I see more and more of them. Something's got to be done. Now, Joe, I'm not a big government guy, and I don't like rules, but sometimes you got to make rules, right? Is something going to come down the pike with the, about these guys? Well, there are rules in place for what is what is considered a motor vehicle. And an electrified bike, there's class one, two, and three. 
three are only approved in, uh, see if I can remember my, I just did a seminar on this. I think three, uh, a municipality has to prove them. One and two are different speeds. They can't go faster than 30 miles an hour. Um, and uh, they are not motor vehicles. They're just considered bicycles. And if you're considered a bicycle, you have to follow the rules of the road, just like a bicycle does. And, by the way, bicycles are supposed to follow the same rules of road as vehicles. So that's not necessarily the wrong thing. Biggest problem with e-bikes are the ones you can't see. Right. I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah. E-bikes, exactly. That's what they're called. And they're everywhere, and it seems like the lower echelon society are their biggest customers. And I know that sounds depraving, depriving, excuse me. It sounds like I'm just making a judgment call and I'm putting down an entire branch of society, and maybe I am. But I, to me, they seem reckless on them because they just don't care. They're riding on both sides of the road, and in some cases they feel like you know, that they own the roads and you don't. Eventually, you know, they're going to get hit just like a horse and buggy will, and they're going to be at the of the of the bottom end of 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 a personal injury. So you know, I don't know why anyone would want to contend with something that's much bigger than you, as in a car into a truck, Joe. That's that's I guess that's what I'm trying to get at here. Well, you know, again, riding a bicycle is riding a bicycle, and you have to be safe and smart, sure. whether it's electrified or not. Mm. And yeah, you're if you're not smart and following the rules of the road, you're yeah, you're at risk. Yeah, no, and now, people soup them up and they go too fast. Those are illegal, and you know. Yeah, I guess there's, uh, there's there's different ways where you could bypass whatever you know strict regular or restrictor plates that they put on them, which is like in NASCAR when they restrict the the amount of speed. I'm sure these guys figure that out to make them faster. I've also seen scooters go as fast as cars. So yet another wrinkle to your business where people can be harmed. And, and hopefully these people riding these bikes aren't the ones knocking at your door saying that, you know, they got, they, they, they're on the, uh, the, the short end of the stick, where in my opinion, I think they're becoming more of a menace these days, Joe. Well, I think the biggest problem so far is property damage. Oh, really? Getting run into. Right. And they, they're not insured. And, uh, you know, it's a... It's very hard to track them down if somebody runs into you and then leaves the scene. That's true, too. Yeah. And how often do we see motorcycles in, in traffic, for instance, on Route 81 or an interstate that are going in, in between traffic? I, I, I pray to God that no one opens up their door or makes a, a, a quick move because they're dead meat if they're going to make a move like that. Uh, it's the one thing that I, 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 I respect motorcyclists, but I don't understand why they, they uh, tempt fate or you know, uh, tempt death. With, with something, with a move like that. It doesn't make any sense. And finally, Joe, we, we've done it now. I, I calculated this. The first time we actually did a Rocky Horror event was 10 years ago. So this is our 11th year. We never even missed during COVID. Except this year, for the first time, we're doing it at two events, two separate venues, October 7th. And, of course, I've been going back and forth with Angela. She knows all about this. I've been sending her the TV spots and posters that we're doing and so forth. But we're going back to the uh, Black River Drive-In on October 7th, making it early this year because it's outside. It'll be a little bit warmer. 
And then for the very first time, we're going to go to Sackett's Harbor, Joe, at the Sackett's Harbor Ballroom. And the only reason why I bring this up is because we've been we, we've kind of been waning as far as, you know, participation. So that's when we figured, you know, Lauren at the Black River Drive-In has been so accommodating. He said the 10th, 7th would be better. And then we also got Margaret, who owns uh, the, the newly renovated uh, uh, a ballroom, used to be the Playhouse in beautiful Sackett's Harbor. That's going to be on Halloween weekend on the 27th. So we're going to do our best, Joe, to do... And, and fulfill what we've been doing now for 10 years and, uh, and, and, and generate as much revenue for the music for the mission uh, and, and give that check, of course, to our local our urban mission on Factory Street. Well, that's great. And hopefully, uh, you know, people will come out who enjoy either the drive-in or the ballroom, or maybe they'll come to both. So Yeah, exactly. And, and that, and, and yet, you know, just, just to, to let everyone know that Joe is not just all about dollars and cents and legal issues and that. And in fact, he does know a lot of things. But Joe, you've been doing uh, uh, great things for the, for the, uh, for the needy uh, for perhaps, perhaps your whole adult life. And uh, you started Music for the Mission over 20 years ago. So it's, it's just something that you and I don't talk about enough. But this time of year, we prep for those big events up here, uh, courtesy of Music for the Mission. So I wanted to bring it up today. Well, and thanks, folks and listeners. I'll have to know Glenn does almost all the heavy lifting. He does a fabulous job and has done a fabulous job. And he came up with the idea originally. So he gets 99.99% of the credit. Well, I, I appreciate it. I just hope that we can get the real the money that we used to get. Uh, but we, like I said, in recent years, we've gone in the other direction. So we're going to use the same recipe. We're just going to add some spice to it, Joe, so, so, we, right. so, so we can get better results. That's awesome. And thank you very much. Very kind words. Uh, so, Joe, when people need to get in contact with you or any one of your associates, how can one do that, sir? Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Joe, as always, thank you again, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. That's Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five show. So, you know, with the remaining time, I want to tell you about a little experience. It wasn't even experience. Uh, I'm going to share something with you. And I, 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 I've got to be very careful about this because in this crazy world, I, I just got to be careful. That's all there is to it. So I'm driving along and I'm, I'm entering Public Square today. This is before the lockdown. I accidentally wrote that to Jeff. I said the place looked like a lockdown. I wrote it wrong when I text. The traffic today was awful in Public Square. It got backed up because of all the construction. But prior to that, I was on the, cor- I was on the American corner. And... I, I see, the, I, to the right of me, I see this tall figure in what appears to be a, how do I put this, almost like, uh, it, it looked like lingerie, but I guess you could call it a cocktail dress. Black, tall person. And at first, I thought it was a lanky man, because I just couldn't tell. And, and then I got a good cl- close look, and then I actually, and again, this is rude, this is, this is not Glenn Curry, but I had to document it. I actually took a picture of this individual from my car. And I believe this woman saw me take the picture. But, and again, I'm not, I didn't share it. I didn't put it on social media. I didn't send it to News Junkie. But I'm looking at it right now. And it, it's, just, it's just the oddity of the human behavior. And often we might see someone talking to themselves or someone that's just, just out there in another world altogether. And then sometimes you see something that doesn't add up. A, a, a young 20-something-year-old woman with, by the way, and I'm going to say this, a nice figure, great shoulders. You know, I mean, I, I mean, it just it long, you know, everything. 
and and she she's got you know eye makeup like Alice Cooper. It's just it's it's not and hair a little straggly, and she's looking to cross the street, and yet she presses the button to cross the street at the American Corner, and yet she walks away. So I I sent that I I I I did share this with someone a friend of mine, and she said yes I know her I don't know her but she 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 was familiar with her at a job fair a couple of years ago. And at that job fair, this person asked if she could be a DJ. So, well, that's great. She has some aspirations. But I only bring this up because here it is. In the recent years, we see homeless people. We see more people walking on the streets that seem to be, you know, walking in circles. We see people living on the river. Last year, we saw the issue at uh, JBY's Plaza. And typically, and again, not to stereotype, but I'm going to stereotype. It's typically a dude with a flannel shirt, hasn't shaven in about three months. That's what homelessness does to you. But when we see what appears to be an attractive person like this woman walking around in what appears to be black lingerie, by the way, knee socks with no shoes. That's why she came across as looking like a lanky dude. She didn't have any shoes on. And I don't know if anyone has ever seen this person before. My friend immediately said, I've seen her. I've seen her around. I, I thought I've seen every person associated with the outdoor life in Watertown. But I've never seen this person before. And I just would hope that someone in her family would, would say, hey, your sister, your daughter, your mom, whatever, she, she's wandering around. Some, something's going to happen to this person. I wouldn't want that to happen to anyone regardless of what they look like. But I don't know if you have the same feeling I do when you see someone that looks like they probably have their act together if they could just put her into the same, or rather, into the, into the right direction. Someone's texting me right now. Um, no, that's not as unrelated. But I, if, if you've seen her, give me a shout. Um, I'm, not, no, I'm not helping anybody. I, I, I'm not uh, uh, authorized one to do that. I'm not licensed to do that. But if I saw a dog emaciated on the side of the road, I'm going to stop and pick up that dog and bring him to somewhere. If I see something wrong, if I see a child out and about, and I see it a lot lately, riding a bicycle in the middle of the street with no adults, I'm going to stop. I say, what are you doing? And that might appear to be creepy. What are you doing around my child? I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. I come from a family where my mother wouldn't let me cross the street until I was in fourth grade. And that was only to go to school. I couldn't, go, I couldn't cross the street other than to go to school. At what? How old are you at fourth grade? Now, again, a different circumstance. We lived in Queens. But that's just the way I am. I'm a nervous. I'm a nervous person. When I the other day I saw a, a, a girl, couldn't have been a little girl, I should say, five, six years old, riding around with her brother, and her brother kind of let her go in the middle of Academy Street. This is, that's insane. So you want to stop and say something. So I wouldn't mind just if anyone knows. Maybe I don't know. Just just to, to me, this person has a chance because at the end of the day, presentation is ninety percent. Of, of results. And I mean that. I know that sounds vain, but it's the truth. If, 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 you, if you look normal, if you're cleaned up, you're skinny, and you got a good figure on you as a woman, whichever, and I know that sounds misogynist in nature, I don't really give a crap. Why are you walking around like that in Watertown, New York? And I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but I guarantee you there's a lot of people that would want that figure and do better with it. And I'm just, she's just wasting her time just on drugs, got batted around by the wrong guy. I don't know what the deal is. But uh, if, if you see, or if, or if you know what I'm talking about, then maybe you can share your, your thoughts. 
Just a thought. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, there you are, Glenn. Tim, I thought you were, you know, I haven't talked to you in months. Well, you know, summertime, I'm busy, man. Gotcha. I'm out and about. No, I understand. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Hey, really big show yesterday, really big show. Yeah, it was. A lot of people saw it, news junkie all over it. Uh, putting up various segments of yesterday's show and separate YouTube uh, uh, videos. Appreciate that. Really do. Excellent stuff. Well, here's the issue, right? Yeah. Uh, Cliff says a couple things anyhow. First of all, he's talking about getting legal advice. He seems to know what's coming down the pipe, what uh, what they're going to try to do against him. And he's, he states he has legal advice. Oh, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen, and this has to happen. And all sorts of stuff. Whoever's telling him that, apparently, I don't think he's paying for this legal advice. But I don't know that. But he's getting legal advice from someplace, and it's not Todd Bowler. Ah. I tell you that. Right. Well. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, right, Glenn? Yeah. He says, you got this graft document, document a graft or whatever you want to call it, right? And he, he wants us to believe this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that Mike Young, Lundy's attorney? Say say that again. I missed that part. Mike Young, what? Isn't that, yeah, isn't that the the Young, uh, the guy, Mr. Young, in Lowville? Yeah, he is. uh, I think he's attorney. uh, Yes, uh, Mike Lundy's attorney. I believe he was a DA for one session, and then he was voted out. But he is Mike, he's he's Lundy's attorney. Exactly, yes. That that did this draft. Yes. Okay. Right. And he put down there $1.7 million. Right, right. Okay, on this, and you think that I, I don't know if I can remember uh, mention this other developer's name. Yeah. You think that that guy's going to take a lower amount or eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars when it's on the initial draft for one point seven? You think another draft was made up and and he's going to accept eight hundred and fifty instead of one point seven? I I, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. There's a lot of questions behind that. Uh, even Bobby Ferris said the other day it could be clerical error. It could have been an early draft that was accidentally sent. Oh, that's sent. what they say. It's an early draft. Any draft means that when the de- other developer sees 1.7, he's not coming down on that level. Let me tell you that. Hmm. So you might switch the numbers around to throw $850,000 to McCluskey right. up there. Right. But the other money went someplace because I'm pretty sure if it's in that draft and PJ saw that, right. That he, he's looking for that kind of care. Well, yeah, I, this is all speculation, of course, and we can't go into you know into that realm by any no, means. No, I know it's speculation, but I just what I'm saying is, is common sense tells you something. But mm-hmm. I don't care really what Lundy and the other developer does. Mm-hmm. What my issue is, Glenn, yeah. Lisa and Cliff have not been upfront and honest and ethical in this whole process. See, we have been hushed. We have been shut down. It's behind closed doors. They don't want us to let us know the information, dot, dot, dot. And they keep using lame excuses mm. like somebody's going to come in there and steal it for $3.4 million. Right, that, and build houses up there. That, that Nobody's going up there. Nobody. That is stupidity. The only reason they kept it hush because they knew that we would be ticked. We didn't agree with the purchase. And they were going to ram it down our throat mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Right. And that, that's unethical. Right. They went against the population of the citizens. 
And they, there are some people that agree with them. The people that are getting new pools, the people that's interested in a dog park, they're going to agree with that kind of thinking. But the, the heavy percentage of people are saying this is stupid behind closed doors. <laughs> closed doors. Hidden, right. I voted for Cliff. Right. Okay? I voted for Cliff mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. because he ran on he would be an open book. Right. Okay? With an open there check. There has not been no open book at all. <laughs> Now, Double location. Open book right. That changed me, and, and I got a bitter taste about Lisa and Cliff mm. hiding, like hiding, hiding. Gotcha. Like, don't tell them. Don't don't hear them. No, don't say nothing. Gotcha. Uh, let's sign a non-disclosure. Oh, our hands are tied. Right. No, nobody in the right mind that's upfront, ethical, and wants to be honest with the people and, right. and be an open book. Right. Do not sign a non-disclosure. I agree. Deal. And Jeff Graham that's talks about that all the time, and, and he would know. Yeah, huh? and Jeff Graham talks about that all the time. He he was always perplexed yeah. by that. Yeah, I, I agree with him. Yeah, he knows. Well, that's my issue. I, and, yeah. and there you go. I want to talk to the voters. Yeah, you can hear all this run around baloney stuff. Right. He keeps dodging and talking about Jake Johnson and the mayor. That has nothing to do right. with the document now. Okay, let's just keep on the, gotcha. on the steady course about what they're telling us isn't truthful. One hundred percent. They give us a little truth. But not the whole truth, so help you God. Right. That's the problem right mm. there. And I tell you, if yeah. it comes back that they're found 1.7 and they like the McCluskey, I think Mr. McCluskey could be freaking pretty ticked. And who knows where this is going to roll, mm. okay? Mm. I don't know. No. Well, but the thing is, is, I just hear not the truth coming out. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. That's uh, Tim the Enchanter. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, buddy. Well, it's uh, Big Steve. Big Steve's call got a lot of acclaim. Good for uh, you. Oh, it did. Yeah. What? What? You haven't been listening? By the way, it's Wednesday. From, from where? Acclaim from where? Acclaim. Uh, good. I mean, meaning you know, people liked what you said yesterday with your statement to uh, 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 Councilman uh, Cliff Only. You told it like it was yesterday. Who Who were you referring to, though? Who said this? I don't know. Someone who just called up earlier. You weren't listening. Doesn't matter. Let's move oh, on. No, no. Dip, 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 dip. Anyways, I yeah. wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to call and tell you, I don't know if you realize it or not, but you hung up on me yesterday, Glenn. How did I hang up on you? You're the one. I was sitting there watching it on the on the on my phone last night when I was driving home. Yeah. And you took your right finger, your your index finger, and you pushed the red button, and you hung up on me. That's how you did it. Well, yeah, but I didn't mean it. I mean, I got a lot of calls yesterday, and typically, no, you no, never I, say I, goodbye I anyway. So, all right, I apologize. I, I get, I wasn't trying to get involved in a shouting match yesterday right. with anybody. I was just trying to make a make a comment that I think it's a flaw in the charter that after all that happens, it goes back to, you know, these people didn't foresee this from happening where, you know, one of the people that was going to be in this situation was going to be one of the council members who nobody even knows if they have an opportunity to vote on it or not. Well, no one so, knew there was going to be a gang of three either. You know, I mean, I mean, we have a gang of three. So, yeah, that, that, that particular, I guess you can call it mandate or rule in the charter, wasn't going to add up because it comes right back to, you know, to, to, they vote for, on their own behalf, and it's not going to happen, and, which might mean or give a reason for uh, Jeff Smith to move it up the ladder and try to get someone from the state involved. That was reported today during the hotline show. So I don't know. It's got it, it, ha, it has to. But at the end of the day, it comes down to who gets voted in. Uh, come uh, in in this case, this November or next year. So uh, and Jeff Graham says it. 
very well, as he always does. Uh, we shouldn't get involved. The, the the people should decide, and we usually do that on election day. It's as I simple agree. as that. I agree with everything yeah. Jeff says. But, I do. However, it's also based on what is in uh, that documentation that the uh, ethics commission or the ethics panel or board or whatever they call themselves. Right. Steve Jennings, yeah. Because if there is legal, you know, if there is legal implications in there. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I, I would say no. I don't agree with Jeff on that because mm-hmm. under certain circumstances, right? You obviously can't let you know this continue. Is that what you said? You want this done now? You want Cliff only ousted now? Is that what you're saying, Big if Steve? He did. If he did something illegal, yeah. Or if he did something so unethical that he cannot be trusted, right? Uh, to continue in the position he is, I absolutely do. Absolutely, I don't. I don't approve of removing people. Right. But depending on what he did, mm-hmm. and I know that there's already been some requests for the documents to be released. Right. And I'm guessing once the people see mm-hmm. what is in there, mm-hmm. uh, that that would, you know, that would be able to, you know, I'd be able to make an intelligent decision based on that. But right now, nobody knows anything. Yeah. All we all we know is what we see, right. and we see Cliff. You know, as soon as someone mentions PJ's name, right. He he's the first one to try to defend him, no matter what it is. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Oh, well, I brought that up yesterday. Sure, and that's one of the reasons why they don't trust him and they don't like him. Right, right. No, and in my yeah. opinion, right, that's no, I my get opinion. I, okay. I gotta go. Uh, I got one more call, but I I, I don't want to hang. I don't want to hang up on you. Uh, so, but I do have one more call, and we're less than a minute left in the show. So hey, I the don't lines were be... popping last night. Lines are popping tonight. There you go. All right, thanks, Big Steve. See, he doesn't say goodbye. Yeah, I, I can never tell. It's very difficult with Big Steve. Hi, you're in the air. Last call. Um, yes. The mayor of New York City the other day yeah. said that uh, we've got to stop the fentanyl from coming into New York City. Yeah. Uh, I would say, no, don't stop it from coming into New York City. Stop it from coming into the nation. And right. it's getting into the nation through the southern border. The I, southern I totally border. agree. i got to go, but thank you, my friend. You're a very good point. But bear in mind that New Yorkers think that they're the only part of America that really exists and, and means anything. Anything on the other side of the Hudson River or south of that means nothing to a New Yorker. So you have to look at it that way. So we're end of the end of today's Wednesday show. Thanks to Joe Stanley and everybody. AM 1240 WA10 Watertown makes us legal. Uh, we do this each and every day in this radio station. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A border town in Texas had declared a state of emergency as migrant crossings top 8,000 a day.